This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single show. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is there's no time to date. It's a real problem. Mm -hmm. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, outsourcing your breakups, and how to know if you are on somebody's dating bench. Then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first... Angela, what's been going on with your week? I know. Well, it's nice to see you, Laura. You you were on your honeymoon. You I was off and away. I was Instagramming away. You were off Instagramming in Greece. Um, nothing nearly as exciting. Oh well, I moved. I moved in with Ian while you were gone. That's exciting. Holy crap! I know it happened. We've been talking about it. It finally happened. Now we're gonna be like real frauds. I don't know. I, when you <laughs> first started dating Ian, it was like okay, yeah, Angela's just like dating somebody, right? But moving in with somebody um, who. We we need to get some single stories though. Well, don't worry, we've already fought oh, good. more than we Thank ever have. God, so things are going well. Good because I after you tell me your story, I have um, <laughs> I have some stories to tell you too. That I, I think when you're in a relationship, the issues and fights and stories we have they they kind of relate whether you're just starting to date somebody, right? Or you're in a long term relationship. I exactly. think I think that basically the point is the issues. If you don't deal with them soon, they resurface. They're all the, they're all the same issues. It's all a process. Okay, what happened? Um, so how did it go? Oh, it's going good. But I realized. So you know, my mom is like a little old fashioned. She was kind of like, oh, you're moving in with somebody that you're not married to. Oh, I know. And I was like, I know it's scandalous. Well, your mom works at a church, so she does. she's got the church in her ears. Exactly. But she she wound up being cool with it. But I think something about that was like embedded in my brain. So then I had to take an Uber from my old apartment uh, to carry over some like remaining stuff. And there was this like old man that drove me and he was like asking me about my move and who I was living with. And I was embarrassed to tell him I was like living in sin with my boyfriend. So I was like, I'm just living with some friends. And he was he, like, that's nice. That's so nice. You'll save money. You live with your friends. And then like Ian had to come help me with my bags when I got there. And I was like, just pretend you're not my boyfriend. I, I know it's weird. And what? The cab driver was like, Oh, how nice you have a friend to help you. <laughs> and then he told me, God bless you. He was very sweet. Wait, when you first texted Ian that, he must have thought that like you and the and the Uber driver were having an affair. You were like, Don't tell him that we're dating. And then he I've got something it. going on. He was about eighty years old. Hey, no judges. <laughs> Maybe that's your I type. Know. Uh, he was. He was very gentle and sweet, which I like. Was but he no. giving you like old priest vibes is that why you were worried he um he reminded me of my friend kieran's uh grandpa he was like an older he had like a turban and like a long gray beard he was like he was like saintly yes um so anyway uh when i told ian the story though he was like that's adorable but i'm I'm glad you did that The guilt, the but Catholic. I don't, like, you're I know, Catholic, that's right? The thing is, well, I was raised Catholic. I'm not Catholic, but like, I don't feel guilty. I'm a modern woman, but when I'm dealing with like an older generation of person, I still have it in me to uh, lie. All I'm saying is that Catholic guilt never leaves you, it's no matter strong. what you believe now. 
my experience that Catholic guilt doesn't, and I'm I'm not. I was right. not raised Catholic, but, but, but Nick, Nick and I, Nick was. Yeah. Well, you guys are like the same person. You have the same birthday. Right. You're both raised Catholic. Did he go to Catholic school? Oh yeah, yeah, me too. One of the priests at his church molested a child. Yeah, tur- like if that doesn't turn you off from religion, I don't know what will. I mean, a lot of other things will turn you off from religion, but that's one of them. Yeah. So needless <laughs> to say, he does not study anymore. Uh, oh, and just be clear, yeah, he he. Uh, he was not the child. <laughs> okay, that's Sorry, for, that's that not, would be for another episode. Yeah, I'm not joking um, about that. Not that there's any. Yeah, it's. Anyways, <laughs> I just I don't want to. That's not my. Right. That's not my story to right. tell. Right. Right. No. So, but but Nick, I'm sure will agree that like there's just something embedded. We're in indoctrinate indoctrinated. Sure. From a young age, mm-hmm. they implant those things in your brain. So anyway, I'm living in sin. Is the moral. You know but I'm what? okay with it. You're okay with it. And uh, how? It, what I want to know is how is it with uh, his roommates? Right. Because it's not just Ian and no, I. No, there's like five of you. <laughs> there's three other people right You're now. living in a frat house. Let's I'm be honest. I'm living in a frat house. Actually, it was funny because I was hanging out with one of the roommates the other night. And he was just like, being gross. He was like talking about like farts and boogers and whatever, which I'm, I'm usually fine with. But I was like cooking dinner while he was doing okay. it. And he was like, do you have brothers? And I was like, no, I'm an only child. And he's like, ah, you have three brothers now. <laughs> Which is funny because he was counting Ian in that. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's creepy. You're turning my relationship into like some incestual situation. True. Like I'm definitely, I do, I did realize like if I had grown up with siblings, this probably wouldn't be as big a deal. But I'm like, I, I'm just like being inundated with people in my face all the time like fighting for bathroom time and like yeah there's one bathroom and five of you yeah yeah, just to be clear when when you're like i moved in with my boyfriend most people think oh my god you're so you're you're old you're getting your like perfectly little pottery barn apartment together no like you moved into a frat house i i it's like a hostel it's like a hostel more than a frat (laughs) house because then all the roommates have friends over all the time that sleep on the couch um but, you know, considering all that, they're actually all relatively clean people. I'm probably the biggest pig of the five. Well, be careful. You don't want them like, kicking you out of the frat house. No, I'm just, but I'm fun. And I make everybody blue apron. I thought Ian makes it. No, when Ian, but when Ian's in class, I make it. I made some cod the other you. night. I don't believe you. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, this is not a commercial for Blue Apron. <laughs> no. That'll come later. We, <laughs> but hate. we do actually make Blue Apron. I can't stand podcasts that just go into commercials without a warning. I know. Where it's like, wait, are, are you a Blue this, Apron? Yeah. Is this a conversation or are you? Yeah. We don't, we don't roll that way. No. Um, well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, frat house or not, it's a big step. It is a big step. And even though we did, like I said, we have had a few spats. Oh yeah. What were the spats? Ultimately we're happy. Um, weird stuff like, oh, well, okay. So Ian's one of those people that doesn't get when you're whispering about people that you should, that he should also whisper. So his roommates were in the other room and I was like, I tried to whisper something to him and he was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear you. And then I did like the shh and then I pointed to the other room, which I think is the universal sign of like, I'm talking about those people right there Shh. and he's like i don't know what you're talking about in all fairness ian is deaf in one <laughs> he ear is, and he so blames it on that he's used to saying what a lot and assuming that when he can't hear something you're not whispering it's just his hearing well he got mad at me and so he was i think like, that's a I unique can't hear. and i was like but i did the shushy shushy sign <laughs> i did like the finger over my mouth and the point i just realized this, this was a podcast and you couldn't see me doing the shushy sign but that's what i was doing i have to but 
in all fairness, Ian's a unique case because he probably he can't tell the difference between if you're whispering at him or maybe he just thinks you're you're talking on the, the that side is, that he can't hear. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I I'm, that was so then we that was like last night we got into like a fight. It was such a stupid thing to fight over. But we I was we like went to bed not talking over that because I was like I was clearly whispering. Oh my god! All right, you. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Those we, are not issues to. to I know. About. I actually lived in a frat house in college. Yeah. Over the summer, they allowed women, ladies, girls. But the college frat chicks. boys were still there. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the frat boys just kept their place and still rented it out over the summer. But then because there were empty rooms that wasn't a full frat house, right. they opened it up to ladies. So I did that for like two or three summers in a row. It was really fun. Did you choose to do that or were you randomly placed in the frat no, house? No, I chose. The, I don't I think wanted I to. choose that. Oh, no. I always wanted to be like, oh, I'm like, I don't know. It, you know. I'm one like, of the guys. I'm one of the guys. I mean, I... I'm not one of those girls. I can't stand the type of girl that's like, I don't have girlfriends. I only have guy friends. It's like, no, maybe you're just a bitch. (laughs) But uh, that's not me. I I love my lady friends, but I also love hanging out with the bros and like, I don't know, playing flag football and barbecuing and being like. But it's another level. It's like live. Did you have to share bathrooms? Yeah. I know, but it wasn't that bad. But it was weird. The showers had just like a curtain up, so you would have to kind of like throw your towel over, so you would be showering uh, next to a guy. You couldn't see each other, but there wasn't a whole lot separating you. But they were all very respectful, strangely. Yeah, that sounds like uh, that's like the basis for like a summer teen comedy. Oh my god, let's write that movie. We We do want to write a new script. We just finished another script, and we Mm -hmm. need some more ideas. I think like summer living in a frat house. That's got a lot. Yeah, like ladies and boys. Yeah, that's got a a rom com potential. Yeah, maybe not rom com. Maybe just com. (laughs) Maybe com (laughs) with a little bit of rom. There's, I'm sure, like everybody people hookups, fucking like bunnies. Yeah, as they say. Or as I say, I don't know if people say that. Um, anyway, what? How was your honeymoon? It was amazing. We were in Greece. It was hard for your brain to process that what you were looking at was real because it was so beautiful. Yeah. I would like look out over this gorgeous Aegean, 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 Aegean Sea, and uh, I think, I I think we went to Mykonos and Santorini. It was it was just stunning. The people there are so kind and friendly the food's delicious lots um, of um pita pita, pita? surprisingly mm-hmm. not a whole lot of pita and hummus on the menu you're kidding me no a lot of fish okay. always olives but yeah the stereotypical pita and hummus was uh, few and far between That's i actually shocking. never had hummus there was a lot of tzatziki well, yes, I would expect that, but, uh, but yeah, all your, it was like living in an Instagram filter from what I can imagine. It was, it was, it was uh, beautiful. Lots of, lots of sex. That's good. Yeah. I lived up. Remember, well, before I was, there like, was do, a lot of pressure, right? I was like, do I have bring, sex on your honeymoon? There is a lot of pressure, but like, also you're not, you don't have anything else to do. <laughs> and <laughs> I brought a lot of outfits, so it kind of made it fun for me because I did like a lingerie fashion show every night like underwear outfits yeah but there was one thing all right i want to get your opinion on this all right okay so it was great so romantic like it really even more solidified our relationship i would say okay okay but but i've been trying to get better at being more open to talking about 
would you call them fetishes? I don't know. Sure. Like kinks. Kinks. We kind of talked about this, I think, a couple podcasts ago Mm -hmm. where how you said that you and Ian are so goofy and I said Nick and I, when we have sex, it's just very romantic and we kind of wanted to like take swap swap, or not Mm -hmm. even swap, just like take a little bit of each other's styles. Um, So I brought some lace blindfolds that I bought. (laughs) I bought them on like ASOS. Great. Yeah. I don't know. They were, plug, they were plug for ASOS. And they didn't give me an, they didn't give me anything. I don't know. I shouldn't have even plugged them. They didn't give me anything. But uh if you want to, sure. Um anyways, the, they were just like these white lace blindfolds. So I came out and I was like dun 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 in like a robe and I like took the robe off and I was like oh no, I didn't take the robe off yet. I was like, first you have to put this blindfold on. And you could kind of see through the lace. Mm-hmm. It made it almost like a cloudy foggy filter you know right but Which like i, I would kind of hot i would prefer that to like not being able to see anything right then i get like a little uncomfortable yeah plus i had the lingerie you wanted to see it but i thought right. it would be sexy if you could see it but also have this filter anyways nick was like i don't want to put that on like i want to see you i want to see you which sounds romantic but i right. like, just effing go with it i bought these <laughs> fucking blindfolds put them on so i was like okay well i'm not having sex unless you put this on i put it on and he was like am i supposed to look through it am i not i'm like i don't know just stop asking questions and just like go me go with it then halfway through we start kissing and he's like i can't I can't I I can't do this anymore. It's hurting my eyeballs. I was like, "You're it's How, hurting." Did you tie it really your, tight? Your girl, your wife. I still say girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> your wife is in like a sexy lingerie and a robe, trying to like do a strip tease for you on your honeymoon with a blindfold, and you're and I was like, I said I'd loosen it up. <laughs> And you, you just, just you how tie about I just, really tight knots like a sailor? I didn't though. His it was eyeballs were gonna pop out, and then. It was not even that tight, Angela. And then he was like, you can keep yours on if you want, but I'm taking mine Wait, off. Wait, you were wearing one too? I bought them for both of us. I thought it would be hot if we both had them on. I bought two. That, that not normal? makes that really funny. So you were, are you only supposed to buy one? <laughs> it would have been, I mean, at least you could see they were like lacy, but if you were like, you would have had trouble finding each other if you're no, both No, but wearing. you could still see is the thing. It just was like sexier because you could see, but through lace Hmm. am i weird is it are you not supposed to buy two (laughs) i mean i don't okay so i guess like the whole like fun of a blindfold is that like it eliminates one of your senses so your other senses are heightened you get it (laughs) but it's still (laughs) i think you're not both supposed to be wearing the blindfold okay i get that like i wasn't trying to do a a submissive dominatrix thing. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to make him the submissive where he had a blindfold and I was tying him up. I don't know enough about that. <laughs> okay. I was just, th- I thought right. it would be hot for us to, like you said, eliminate a sense. Right. And I just try something different, like switch it up. Anyways, well, he, he wouldn't go with it. I well, he know. kind of, I mean, let's be fair. Nick, we know he's uncomfortable with these things. So, like, the fact that he went with it at all. No, he didn't, though. He was struggling the whole, he was complaining the whole time. <laughs> I guess you, I don't know. Maybe How he, can I get him, basically what I want to know is, how can I get him to, to try things like that and be a little bit more open-minded to things that I'm like, that I'm like, hey, let's, like, get a blindfold. I mean, you went there. You did it. And and you told him, right? You told him this turns me on, right? Yeah. You've been listening to some other advice podcasts. That's what they always say. They're like, how about it turns you on? Won't it turn you on to see how turned on I am? That's like, that's like the right. phrase you're supposed to use when you're trying to get somebody to like, unless this is the thing. You don't want to get some, if somebody's uncomfortable with something, like it's right. like a violating or like 
take no for an answer. But this isn't, this doesn't fall under that, right? I mean, I guess that's not for you to say. Maybe True. Nick feels violated by the blindfold. His eyeballs. His eyeballs. His eyeballs felt violated. But you know what? I would say just keep trying stuff because maybe you'll finally strike upon something he's into. All right. That he didn't even realize. I'll keep you updated. Please do. Uh, should we jump into the news? Yeah. What have you been reading about in the news, Angela? I've been reading about ghosting in the news. Ooh. Yeah, there's a That's new That's like such an old phrase though. What I could know, possibly be new about ghosting? Still an epidemic. Um, and as a result, these people, these app people have created Ghostbot. Um Olivia Salon reported about it in The Guardian. She wrote that Ghostbot is an app that will detect incoming texts from a person you've chosen to ghost, and then it sends automated responses that lack in warmth and enthusiasm until the person takes the hint. Oh my God, I love this because nothing gives you more anxiety than like thinking like, what should you... Wait, actually, yeah, I'm going to stop myself right there. Mm-hmm. Isn't ghosting this isn't ghosting's different than the fade away. The fade away right. would be what this is doing, which is like kind of sending right. so but they kind of non enthusiastic stuff. But ghosting is like you go cold and you don't write anything. Right. So is well they get into that in the article actually. Okay. So right. for you it's the same effect as ghosting because you just stop answering the person and then let ghostbot take over. So basically you You're, you don't have you to deal with them, that person. But You're the like app fades them out okay so it's almost it seems it sounds very cold because it's you're having an app do automated responses Mm -hmm. but in a way you're almost trying to be more compassionate to like instead of rip the band-aid off and just go cold and be so confusing you're without even you having to do anything it's kind of and they letting them off a little easier (laughs) apparently they worked with like a screenwriter to uh create the perfect responses because they didn't want to do anything that was too combative or aggressive it was all like and then it also like it can pick up on what they're saying to you and respond that's creepy i don't know if i want somebody reading like an app like reading my text but it said like um if they send something with like content that sounds like it might be like a booty call texts or like a lewd comment, then the app will just send like a poop emoji or a thumbs down emoji. Oh my God. That's so- okay. What are some of the other automated responses? Okay. So it says if the person pushes for another date, Ghostbot might reply, nope, I just, uh, oh, it might just say nope. Then okay. it might just say, I just have no time right now. Or sorry, just me and a pizza emoji tonight. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> and it just keeps going until the person stops texting you. Um, and probably thinks that you're insane because... It's so weird. Yeah, like, eventually these things are going to start to repeat, I would guess. I mean, I wish I wish that we could all just be adults about dating and just say, Hey, I really liked you. I had a lot of fun, but I was kind of dating a couple people and, you know, I got more serious with one of the people or, hey, I really like you, but I just didn't feel a spark. Wouldn't that be so, that'd be so nice. But let's be honest, I've never done that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, I did once. Once I did, but I hadn't even gone on a date with somebody. It was like a online date that was supposed to happen. And then I got serious with somebody else. So I said, hey, I don't want to be rude. I got more serious with somebody else. I was actually, I felt really good. I was really proud of myself. But m- let's be honest, most people right. don't do that. Although I do, I, this is like pretty heartless. I feel like the only 
kind of person I would I would go spot would be like somebody that was a jerk on a date. But then they kind of deserve to just be ghosted. If they're a jerk on a date, they kind of deserve no response. I don't know what's or like, worse. Not like I don't a, know. Like just like not like a jerk. Like oh, you're like you offended me personally, but just like a jerk where I'm like, eh, you know what? You're like he was mean to the waitress. Jerk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is hard. I really can't decide what's worse using this app that might seem a little more friendly and then they're kind of like oh, okay she's busy clearly not that interested or just going cold and then they wonder if you got like hit by a bus right i don't know what's worse you know your news article actually relates to all of this oh it does it adds to the conversation you already read my news article i'm supposed to surprise I'm, you i'm a big fan of, of this news article actually okay all right so this story was in my favorite new york magazine written by jason chen it says benching is the new ghosting. Now benching, okay, it's kind of like a new fancy term. It's a sports term for you yes. sports enthusiasts out there. You know, you've got your football team, you got your, your main squad, um, <laughs> you got your starters, and then you got your benchers. And the bench will come in when your starters are getting a little weak or they get hurt, they get injured, right? right? Um, kind of the same with dating. You've got mm-hmm. your starter, basically like the main squeeze that you're dating. And then, but maybe, you know, you know, those people and we've all done it. You kind of like, in case it doesn't work out with your starter, you like to keep people on the side. You don't want to spend as much time with them. You're not necessarily that as into them. Maybe they don't score as many touchdowns as your <laughs> starter does. That was a trying to reference like them maybe they're not as good in bed but that was a bad analogy no i got it um anyway so a lot of people have benchers lately and a lot of places have been writing about it so benching really is just the modern incarnation of what we used to call leading somebody on all right this is what Mm -hmm. jason explains but there's a lot of different like nuances with it um you know it's kind of like you start dating somebody and then you realize that they're maybe maybe they just start making excuses essentially. Yes. So Cosmo magazine also wrote an article about this and they wrote Mm -hmm. about this, I think was even more helpful than the other long, uh, than the New York magazine article. This is 10 signs to know if you're on somebody's bench. And this was written by Hannah's mother. So I'm going to, I think this will be helpful to our listeners because we all put people on the bench and maybe, I don't know. Do you think it's mean to put people on the bench? I, I mean, after reading about benching, I realized I've done it to people without consciously knowing that I was doing it where yes. I, I, you know, I was like, I don't, I'm not ready to like totally say goodbye to this person. I like this person. So I'm going to keep them around. I'm not going to commit to ever really seeing them. But more interestingly, it made me realize how many times I've been benched because so many girls, I think, write into us and they're like, I'm confused. He like acts like he likes me, but then he cancels every time he wants to see me. Or every time we make plans. That's because he's dating multiple people. Right. And you feel like you're crazy. You're like, well, clearly he likes me. Well, he keeps making plans with me. And then he cancels. Ta-da. You're being benched. And here's the thing. You can't be that offended by benching. It's still like, it's still good you got on the bench, right? I like, mean, not everybody gets drafted. But you should be aware that if you think you are on somebody's bench, like, that just means don't put all your eggs in one basket. You should be dating around two. They're keeping their options open, which is totally fair. And it's what a lot of people do nowadays. And until right. you're sure about somebody, you don't want to settle for somebody. So you should be dating around two until there's somebody that you know you're each going to be each other's starters. Yeah. 
Okay, these are 10 signs. I'll tell you really quickly to how you know if, if you're on somebody's bench. This was in the Cosmo article. They usually only ever invite you out last minute. Mm-hmm. Everything feels great when you're together, but they're hard to communicate with otherwise. They don't fully commit when you invite them to things. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll see. Maybe, possibly. That's because they're seeing what their starter has planned. Right. Their enthusiasm about hanging out with you is constantly fluctuating. So sometimes maybe maybe like things aren't going well with their, their main squeeze. So then all of a sudden they're like all about you. They're constantly sending mixed signals. Uh, number six is you're always the one to text first or make plans first. That sucks. If, if, if that's happening, like, cut your losses, let's be honest. Seven, they regularly back out of plans or ask to bring friends along to things you have planned. Bringing the friends. The worst. That's the worst. Yeah. Like, that should also just be a red flag. <laughs> Eight, when you compliment them or say something nice, they respond graciously but don't often return the compliment. I don't, I disagree with that one. If that's happening, like run for the hills like that person's just a jerk if they're never if they're not complimenting you then they're not even yeah, nice to you yeah <laughs> what if, what are they bringing to the table i don't point? know nine uh she says is they're really flighty about discussing other people they may or may not be seeing well then they're oh. being shady i guess maybe they right. they want to keep you on the bench and, but they don't want you to know you're on the bench although but if you're being weird about it you're clearly seeing other people exactly so. just be and you should always just be open about that like yeah i'm dating around like are are you and if they say no i really like you then then that's when you decide do you want to be exclusive with this person or not right okay the last one is you feel a little bit stressed all the time about them which <laughs> i don't know i've felt that way about every person i've ever dated so but it's a different kind of str- like like there's like a a positive stress like that you kind of put upon yourself i think when you're dating. but then there's like also the bad stress of like being benched of like being like i know that this person's not being totally cool all i can tell you is for the first six months of my relationship i was always stressed and always thinking it was gonna end well yes but i also <laughs> i know i guess i've just felt different levels of stress in dating like no that's true like when i first started dating ian i was like stressed but i felt very much like i was creating my own stress whereas like i've dated people that were just like shitty people yes it's like a much more uh like all-encompassing like sad stress okay yes that i agree with like n- to be clear nick was such a gentleman would ask me out on dates would give me compliments was couldn't have been more sweeter it made me feel more assured but but then he would like disappear for a few days on like his like painting binges and i my mind would go crazy it was like a mix of of uh we had different schedules and like ways of communicating and working right mixed with like my insecurities yeah um, I got called out once on benching somebody, actually. What happened? Sort of called out. So I well, actually, when I first started dating Ian, I went out on my first date with Ian on a Friday. And then I went out with another guy on a, like this, that Sunday. And I immediately knew that I liked Ian more, but I didn't know how Ian felt. So with the, when the other guy kept like asking me to hang out again, I would like... I would, every time he texted me, I would like keep talking to him and, and be like very cordial. And then when it would get to him asking me out, I'd be like, oh, I'm busy. And every single time I was like, oh, I'm busy. And then finally, after like a week or so, he was like, oh, I really like you, but you just, 
you seem too busy and I'm, so I'm really looking for somebody with like a more flexible schedule. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. And then I was, I know, and it was so, I, he was very nice. And then I was like, oh, I totally understand. Like, no worries. And then like, he texted me again. And he was like, sorry if that was like really aggressive. <laughs> oh, this guy sounds like, like a that sweetheart. At all. I know. I just happened to meet. That's how when it rains, it pours. I happened to meet two nice guys at once. And that, but the, the tricky thing about benching though is if things hadn't worked out with Ian, I, it also like that you, guy got fed up with my shit and like was like, yeah, Peace. yeah, that's true. So you gotta be careful. It's an art. Benching is an art. In all fairness, you, right before Ian, you had recently gotten completely ghosted by Kansas. Yes. So for all you knew, uh, well, Ian, Ian was gonna Ian was gonna pull a Kansas yes, move, which, and I was like, very sensitive about that because Kansas like things were going well, going on lots of dates, and then all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, like set, a month, set, we, talk, a month. talking like every day for a month, and then just gone into thin air, poof. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> that was crazy. I was like, that guy's. I don't know. I mean, heartless. I must have offended him in some way. No, you. Can't. I don't know what I did. This is what ghosting does. If to you're people. out there, it gives you. It gives you. Uh, a complex a complex that's yeah right. yes. i definitely like i i feel like when i first met ian i was like listen like you know if things don't work out just like tell me just, <laughs> let me know oh <laughs> uh, you, you still wonder why he did that yes to this day. i always will oh god guys just don't be that heartless right goes goes effing worse yeah all right you ready to jump into the mailbox yeah what do we have in the mailbox angela uh, we have a, a couple good ones this week. We have a fun message that somebody sent in from uh, their Plenty of Fish profile. Oh, because we, we were getting a lot of questions lately, but then somebody emailed us and said, I really loved when you guys used to read funny messages from guys and girls on dating apps. Yeah. So then we solicited some messages yes. from you guys. And uh, Kim, we got a bunch. Yeah, we got a bunch. So we're going to read one now. Uh, this was from Kim. What app was she using? I think this was Plenty of Fish. Oh, like a like plenty of fish the, in the sea. The in the India of apps. Yeah, I feel like it's not as popular. No, so, so cool. But anyway, so she got this message from a guy, um, and he said, "You have a killer smile that makes me want to be a better man." But my friend was looking over as I was reading your profile. He claimed that you wax your eyebrows. What? So random. And yeah, it's so random that you would write this. <laughs> right. And then he says, and in order to get him away, I told him that you pluck. But then he got what? me tricked into a bet. And now I'm wondering if I'm about to lose. P.S. If you thread, then it's a tiebreaker. Oh, my God. First okay. of all, this guy knows a lot about eyebrow maintenance. All right. Does he work in the beauty industry? Right. Oh, and also, I, there is no... What? Like I've so never what? so much what is happening. I've never, never in my like I don't even think most guys I've dated don't even know the difference between those three things. I will give him points for originality, but I will bet you first of all, I to me what I'm getting from this, I bet you he like copy and pastes this and sends it to a bunch of girls because I bet he's like, This is like so clever and original. I mean it's so I guess I do agree that sometimes if you're just so weird and random <laughs> as hell, it's going to stand out and maybe get the attention in the midst of like 30 other haze that right. girls are getting. That is true. But this is weird. I, I just, just, 
are were they really I wanted so many questions were they really having this conversation how does he know the difference between those three things like it took me a long time to even know what threading like I mean I knew about it I didn't know what it meant though or I I didn't know how it worked that's what I mean I still don't know how it works and I've gotten it done they I I still don't understand how it really either how it pulls the hairs out it's like you twist the thread over your face and it like spins them in I I don't even know but Um, also I I'm a girl who, since I was in my early teens, has been waxing or plucking. Mm-hmm. I could not look at another woman and know what she does. Well, if you have like super boxy eyebrows, you probably wax. Really? You ever see like those like really like super square ones <laughs> that are like no? Perfect? I I waxed most recently. Really? Your eyebrows? Yeah, oh, and they look good. They look good. <laughs> they look really good. Well, I mean, you can wax look good. I'm just saying that there are certain people that have like the boxy wax, whatever. I think it just depends um, on if you go to a shitty if, person yeah, where or you not. Go. But I mean, regardless, like we're all like confident women, but like at, in your icebreaker, like I don't want to talk about my hair removal process with you as a potential person I'm going to date. Um, but I do. She answered. She was like, what, yeah, what did she say? I don't do anything to my eyebrows. All natural. So I win, which was funny. That's cute. That's um, cute. And then I guess the best, then his response was like, haha, I wish you were in Toronto. I would have taken you out to celebrate. So he didn't even live in the same place as her. Oh my God. Dumb. But that this was all cute, happening in Canada. See, I don't know. Now I'm digging this conversation I know. because that was actually cute that he said, I'll take you out to celebrate if they lived close by. Right. That would actually have been kind of like a cute back and forth. I'm still weirded out by it, but that was she had a cute response yeah. and he had a good response so i don't know man and he probably uses like no matter what a girl if a girl answers he can reuse that little celebration line I, yeah so you know what on a scale of like one to ten ten being a great first message one being horrible i would say it's like a six maybe i would even a seven i give it like an eight and a half with an asterisk for being weird okay <laughs> file that put that one on the books um do we have right, any well, questions we do we have a question from m uh this is a good one m says i lost my virginity to a guy that i met on tinder but i didn't tell him i was a virgin i was 20 at the time so maybe i was a little embarrassed to tell him or i guess i didn't want to scare him away before it happened so i was planning to tell him after but of course he ghosted me after that night we haven't talked in months at this point, but do you guys think I should still tell him? I feel like I owe myself that. Wow. I know this is tricky. Wow. This is a big one. Okay. Um, so, um, all right. I think that, wow, M. well, I think that you can't have any expectations of like what his response is. Like if you message him, it has to be for you like to just get it off your chest because you can't, don't think that he's going to be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, like, let's hang out or let's get together or whatever like you have you have no control over his response he might be a jerk he ghosted you so he probably is a jerk um i feel like you uh, i don't know what do you think wow this is like the ghosting episode we didn't even realize that's not even, that's not even the reason of the week but it's a big ghosting theme okay so i think she definitely should message him first of you all do. she has nothing to lose because he already ghosted her right mm-hmm. she doesn't want to go losing her your virginity it she already was like embarrassed about it she's been it's something she's been thinking about it was a big deal to her she didn't tell this guy it's unfortunate that like i don't know 
maybe she just wanted to get it over with because they clearly weren't in like some kind of solidified relationship mm-hmm. to where um you know, like it, it sounds like she's like met him on Tinder and like hooked right. up with him, which is fine. More power to you. Like you can lose your virginity however you want. Um, but now that she, I think she didn't consider the repercussions that of doing that because now she's second guessing everything. And, you know, it seems like she's kind of sad that he ghosted her and, and now she wants to tell him and talk to him. It feels like, I don't think she th- thought about the type of closure she would want so right. because she's but even it's also it's hard i think that when girls are deciding when to like lose their virginity or whatever sometimes you kind of feel like you just want to rip the band-aid off yeah um i don't know any friend of mine that is still with the person that they lost their virginity to or yeah i was talking to um yeah i was talking to my i don't even know how it came up we were talking about like losing your virginity and they're like oh the guy i lost my virginity to gross i hope i never see him again like they just had they they didn't feel sentimental about the guy itself but i think for her she maybe she's you know fine not being in a relationship with this guy but like she said i feel like i owe myself that I 100% think that she should reach out to him. I would maybe even call him and just like leave a message and say, hey, um, I just want to talk to you about something. If you could please call me back. And then I think on the phone, if I were her, I would just say, hey, look, I'm not trying to be in a relationship with you. It's totally fine. It was just a fling. I'm, I'm good with that. You know, it would have been a little bit more courteous if you hadn't ghosted me. I, I just think that's rude. Maybe you're dating mm-hmm. other people that you're more interested in. That's fine. But I do want to talk to you about something. First of all, no, I'm not pregnant because that's probably like the first thing <laughs> that he's wondering when she says she needs or to talk. Or just be like, I'm pregnant. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope or you that. just peed your pants. <laughs> but then I think she should say like, just so you know, I... And then I probably should have told you this beforehand, but I was a virgin. I lost my virginity to you. I'm not trying to hold that over your head or get in a relationship with you. I'm not trying to marry you, whatever. But I just felt right. like I you know, owed it. Like the stereotype of virgins being clingers right. after, which I'm sure he's going to like, yes, jump to. And I think she should just say like, you know, I really, I did like you. I, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you beforehand, but you know, from my own closure. And I think she should just be honest about why she's even telling him say, I just felt like I owed it to myself. Say her exact words that she wrote to us. Right. I felt like I owed it to myself to call you and tell you just so that, you know, and you know, I know that, that I've talked to you and wasn't completely shut out and ghosted by the person I lost my virginity to because it was a big kind of thing in my life and right. i just and wanted I guess, to talk to you about that and like i feel like the vibe that i'm getting from her emails like she doesn't really want anything from him it's more so like for the future just so you know yes. random guy but i would you shouldn't do that to people yes yes and i think that she should try to get him on the phone i don't think this is like something that you want to text because right. i think it's just it'll feel more he'll it'll feel more like He'll hear the empathy in your voice if you get to have that conversation with him over the phone. Um, I, I think this is like a conversation, which I know this is weird. I know doing it over the phone is a bold move. It's scary. I, I know. I would do. I would do that. I though. know it's the mature thing to do. I feel yeah. like realistically, I would probably text it. I know, but I know that calling is better. Do you think she should leave a voicemail if he uh, inevitably doesn't oh, of answer? Of course, of course, and just say like, "Hey, it's." I don't know. And Melissa, I don't know what her real name is, but um, it's Melissa. 
Hey, I uh, we went out a few weeks ago. Um, if you could just call me, I, there was just something really quick I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, you know, everything's okay, but uh, I would just appreciate a quick phone call back. Like, not a big deal. Right. And and then right. ho- hopefully, if he's a decent person, he'll call her back. And then I would say if he doesn't call her back within a couple days, then I think she should text it yeah. to him. That's a good plan. Yeah. So basically. I think you should follow that plan M, whatever makes you feel better and just manage your expectations. Just know you're doing this for yourself. He might still be a dick, but you will feel better having gotten it off your chest. 100%. All right. On that note, are we ready to move into the reason of the week? So ready. Wow. You said that like a massive valley valley girl. I know. Well, remember our previous episode when we talked about our valley girl boyfriends. We don't have them. Okay. This week's reason of the week is there is no time to date i hear that from a lot of people actually me too uh, a lot of busy ladies and gentlemen working doing extracurricular activities seeing friends i mean i've heard people have said dating it is it's a whole job there's why people hire people they tell them what they're looking for and they hire people to swipe through guys on yeah, apps and we like, talked about that and start like initial conversations like it's a job, like just as much as a personal assistant job is. Or do you even have a personal dating assistant? Right. But the truth is, I mean, we're, we're all busy. All of us out here are busy. I kind of feel like it's a little bit like when you're at work and you're like, oh my God, I didn't have time to get this thing done. But you were on Facebook for like 45 minutes earlier in the day. So yeah. like you didn't really not have time. You were just doing other things yes. that you put that you prioritized over your work. Okay, so I'm not like a big person that loves quotes on Instagram when people post like, <laughs> like inspirational. Inspir- yes, sorry, mm-hmm. our whole Instagram is quotes and jokes, but uh, but yes, like inspirational quotes. But <laughs> Anna Sophia Rob, okay, I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> random. She was you remember her from the Carrie Diaries, right? Anyways, I follow her because she she goes to my yoga studio. Um. But uh, she anyways, has, she has a lot of wise words. She she posted like a quote that she read it and it said something to the effect of when people tell you that they're busy, just remember that they're choosing to be busy. And I really thought about that. I'm sure the quote said it was maybe explained it a little better than that. But, <laughs> no, but, it, but it was something like that where it was like, yeah, you even if you're busy at work, well, you're choosing to have that job. If you're busy, like you are choosing to to prioritize certain things in your life and and that's fine and it made me think a lot about how you know when I tell people that I'm so busy it's like when we were doing our show I felt like I didn't see my friends and I was like oh I'm so busy in my life I'm so busy it's like no I chose to do that show I chose I'm choosing to be as busy as I am right um and it's the same thing with like you can prioritize dating and prioritize something else less if you want and also dating you can if you put 20 minutes aside while you're on the subway, if you drive a car, then please don't text and drive. But <laughs> like, I don't know, while you're going to the bathroom, well, right. whatever, you could be messaging. If you set just a certain amount of time aside, it, you can make time. Right. People. And you can clear up a night during the week to see somebody. I yeah, mean, You don't need to be those crazy psychos that are going on dates like six nights a week. It's like, yeah. dude, take a night to yourself and, and, and order in. You know what? If you work late... I know that weekend dates, sometimes people don't want to do weekend dates because their weekend time is precious, but you don't have to give up a night. You could do like a lunch. You could do a brunch. 
a breakfast. Yeah, get up early, have breakfast. Yeah, you could do a tea date. I mean, I do know like friends that work uh, like investment banker, like, yes, made their jobs are making them work like 16 hour days. Right. It's insane. But I just think that like one night a week, one afternoon, yeah. 20 minutes to swipe, you can make the time. Yeah. And I guess it should also be said, like, it's okay if dating isn't a priority for you. Maybe yes. sometimes people feel like it should be a priority. So they're like, oh, you don't have the time. But you'd probably make the time if you wanted to. So yeah, that's also just, like stop stressing about it. To be clear. Agreed. Yeah. Like if you're like I said, you're choosing what your priorities are. If your priority is like to work and hang out with friends or just to go to work and like come home and watch some Netflix, like fucking cool. Right. Cool. Yeah. Just don't put pressure on yourself and just own your priorities. Amen. On that note, it is time for our reason of the week breakdown. The game of this week is called Swiping Around the Clock. We are going to show you how quick dating can be. There are three rounds. Round one, we are putting 10 seconds on the clock to see how many people Angela and I can swipe right on. But there's a caveat. You don't want to just swipe right on every person. I know that Mm, that would be cheating. Typically, guys do that. They just swipe right on everybody. Um, But... We can't do that, okay? Because we're going to get docked two points for every guy that I know Angela wouldn't really swipe right on, and I'm going to get docked two points for every guy. She knows my type by this point. I'm going to get docked two points for every guy that she knows I would never go out with. So you have to be picky, but you got to be fast. Round two, we're putting 20 seconds on the clock to see how many personalized messages that we could send. And then round three isn't really a round, but we get an extra five points for anybody that we have matched with in the last minute since this game started. <laughs> okay. Which uh, pe- people move pretty fast. It might happen. All right. Um, all right. Angela, do you have here? Hold your Tinder up. So you're got okay. the mic. Okay. okay. And, uh, and so that I can see it. All right. Um, all right. Let me get my clock ready. Angela's going to go first. I've got my buzzer ready. Okay, round one. I'm going to start 10 seconds on the clock, and you have to right swipe people you like, left swipe people you wouldn't. Yeah, you're holding it so I could see. All right. Yeah, can you yeah. see? I'll, I'll describe yeah. what's Dude, in the you picture. would never go out with Wait, that. Wait, has it started? Um, all right. Well, no, no, I haven't started the time yet, but let me just describe this first guy we're looking okay. at. He's a stocky gentleman. <laughs> and he's got like a little goatee, but he's very beefy, and Angela would never be and cut dead with him. He's standing in front of, uh, I think, a grave. What? Definitely, like there's like, right. a Virgin Mary behind. All right, him. all right, all right. Uh, so wait, wait. Should we? You're just getting points for the people you right swipe. Because that's wait. Hold on, I'm rethinking this game. Right. Because that's also not your fault if, you, if you're not into the person. Okay, so you're just gonna get points for every person, for you, every profile, every profile that you left or right or right swipe. But if you make the wrong move, like if you accidentally left swipe somebody I know you would like. Or you accidentally right swipe somebody I know you you're would gonna, not like. You're going to dock I'm points. I'm docking two points. Okay. okay. That, that's All right. better. Okay. All right. 10 seconds on the clock and starting now. Okay. I don't One, want the grave guy. Uh, two, Richard. No, I don't like two, him. Uh, three, I don't like this guy. Oh my God. Everybody's four, horrible. No. Five. No. Oh, there's a man six, in a fur coat. No. Oh my God. I just. 
left swiped every single okay there were two guys in there that i think you would have gone out with the guy with those those like metallic glasses it was just his face he looked cute you think he looked cute wait how many points did i say did i just say 11 11 i think i well it was like six people that i swiped i were counting i was going too slow you were but that's i like you know i really analyze wait did you have six i just said it but now i don't remember I think yeah, six, six. Okay, well, I'm subtracting two because that guy with the glasses. Wow, you totally you're a cheater. Would have gone out. No, with. he looked like he was douchey. He no, had like a, a fur lined coat. What do you? It was just his face, and he had the metallic glasses. Well, metallic glasses, I don't like. Oh my god! I'm All right, very well, I, picky. I, I'm very no, picky. I've, I've I've seen Ian wear those glasses. I'm still docking those points. <laughs> okay, okay. Um. All right. That went by really fast. Okay, you have to get your timer out on your okay. phone. All right. Um, oh, all right. No. Let me. Oh, I just accidentally when I picked up my phone, I I right swiped a man, and now we matched immediately. Jeez, <laughs> that should count towards the bonus round. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You were left swiping everybody, so you're. I know screwed I'm not gonna for, have any points. You're screwed I for the been bonus strategic. Round. See, I was being honest. All right. Stopwatch. All right. You ready? Okay. Yeah. You have the buzzer. Um, yes. Hold on, let me get it. Me, okay, all right, I'm ready. All right, go. One, one, real two, no. three, four. Oh my uh, god, these guys are all bad. Five. Ooh, yeah. Is that Harry Styles? That was Harry Styles. That it, doesn't count. It does. Six, seven, you eight, nine. That's an ad for that movie. Two buff. Gross. Eleven. No thanks. Twelve. 13, oh, I liked him. 14, 15, uh, 16. All right, we're done. Wow, you're right. I only swiped right on one person. But I had 16 points. You are bad at this game. <laughs> you were just, you're more cutthroat. I was considering, I was considering these men. Uh, but you know what? No, you don't get 16 points. You also swiped on an ad and a fake account for Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting two points docked. Okay, fine. Uh, two or points four points. no isn't it two per yes yeah, so okay so five four. 12 I points mean, yes all right are you ready for round two yes round I'm two lose but yes i guess it's probably i hope this is fun for people back at home they can't see who i'm swiping um but there was like i don't know there were like some some like i don't like guys that like just show their muscles or if they're like too nerdy like a you, lot of pictures like too close up and like taken from under yeah so you get like that chin thing why no i like like that? the sexy nerd type you know or like bad boy or, i don't know my friends are good at finding hot guys there was none in that 10 seconds maybe because we're using tinder okay all right are you ready to do some personalized messages who am i now who am i messaging okay you're just gonna each you're gonna swipe people you can swipe them right or left it doesn't matter but just even though you wouldn't like them you're just gonna write messages um okay as if you were writing them well to i them, have so okay, be i have a bunch of people that i've matched with so i'll have to respond to like the messages that they've sent me is that yeah sure okay all right i'm putting 20 seconds on the clock are you ready yes so this guy said are you oh, wait are you ready okay um and go okay this guy said hi angela so i'll say hey chris how are you sends one you have only 10 seconds left oh my god oh my god oh my god all right adam said hey angela how was your weekend my weekend was good how was yours two dan one second left let's not bore each other with how is your week going conversation and have a deep fuck 
maybe I mean, maybe i didn't allocate enough time for this game <laughs> i mean i like see freaking dan dan wrote me a long message which i kind of like but he fucked up my game he said let's not bore each other with how is your week going conversation and have deep intellectual conversation like what is your favorite pizza topping oh, dan you're so funny okay all right i'm are you ready for my messages all right sure. do you have tell me do you have the clock ready um yes hold on i should have said no because my answer is no okay 20 seconds all right i'm just gonna type them in this document i'm gonna be using this tinder okay, okay ready got it all right all right go all right this is unib 26 uh, his profile just has monkeys that are like see no evil hear no evil so i'm just gonna write like i don't like evil either okay <laughs> send uh okay this is uh okay uh this is douglas laguardia uh i'm here to have fun hey doug what kind of fun what oh that's fun? sexy yeah i know i'm like, oh, wait 20 okay. seconds is up oh shit <laughs> all right we both got two points on that round all right it does take all right moral of the story it takes a lot longer to write <laughs> messages but what we both got two messages in and that's two people that you could potentially go on a date with this all right weekend. neither of us have gotten any matches <laughs> since the game started because well we, i accidentally matched up. wait i think i should i should get that point even though okay all right i'll give it to you to uh me and tim spelled with two m's might have a future together okay fine i'll give it to you so you have you got four of the first round six minus the two i docked plus two points uh for your messages plus five points fair match so you have 11 a total of 11 i got 12 the first round i had 16 but you docked me four points and i did two messages so i have 14 i'm the winner oh all right you know what though it was a fair fight it was a fair fight <laughs> that was a fun because game because we both sucked we both did suck at that um also it sucked that there was we was all left swipes for both of them. No, um, we're not there. even we're not even like that picky necessarily. Maybe next time we do this, we'll try a different app. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. We'll do Bumble. Well, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason. The point is, is like that that whole game was like thirty seconds, ten the first time, twenty, and we got two messages in. Yeah. So that's something. Um, anyways, that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. For more reasons you're single, don't forget to check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's really funny. That's Friends have been funny. telling me they've been seeing it everywhere, so that's cool. If you do see our book like in a bookstore, take a picture and send it to us because we get really excited about that, and we'll usually post it on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and we got our audiobook on Audible. Right. If you want to listen while you're commuting. Uh, if you run out of podcasts, our audio book is a great option. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. We try to be funny there as well. Like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you for listening, you guys. Tune in next week for an all-new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast.